This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Act of forgiveness. The cops invited to the funeral after a teen died from police gunfire. She was a high school junior. Get the girl now! The chase that ended in disaster. Shots fired! Shots fired! Then, the choir that sang at Meghan and Harry's wedding. What they're saying about the uproar. And vaccine love line. The love connections as people line up for COVID vaccinations. This is going to be a big summer of love. This woman even wore an evening gown. Then, another Governor Cuomo accuser. Her first on-camera interview. I didn't want this fight. I didn't choose this fight. Her harrowing story. Plus, the eye drop killer. I never thought it would kill him. This is an insane story. Then, the model versus the millionaire. She got a million dollars in gifts from her ex-boyfriend. He became obsessed with me. Now he wants it all back. She's reckless. She's a menace. She's a con. And from COVID-19 superhero to Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. An astonishing act of forgiveness as a family says goodbye to their 17-year-old daughter. The teen was killed by police gunfire during a carjacking, and her family invited the four officers involved and the chief of police to her funeral. Stephen Fabian reports it was an emotional moment as the police chief shared a hug with the girl's grieving father. It's a heartbreaking embrace between two men who came together under tragic circumstances. It started with a wild police chase. Cops pursuing a Bonnie and Clyde team of two carjacking suspects. You're gonna get tased. Shots fired. Shots fired. Officers returned gunfire, fatally striking 17-year-old Farrah Rouch. Then cops approach her boyfriend. Put your hands up! Show me your hands! You can see him moving around. Show me your hands! Show me your hands up again! Cornered, he turns the gun on himself. Farah was a high school junior from Blair, Oklahoma, and had recently run away with her boyfriend. I spoke with her father, Stephen Rouch. My daughter really had some emotional problems and just couldn't find light in her whole life. He says the local police chief reached out to him and answered all of his questions with compassion. So instead of blaming the officers who shot his daughter to death during that chase, he did something many fathers would never consider. He invited all of them to her funeral. I just felt compelled to invite them, not only for my own healing, but for 
their healing too. Now, Chief, I know it's not customary for you to go to a funeral like this. What compelled you to be there? The sincerity that came from Mr. Ross. I've been in law enforcement for 35 years, and this was something I've never been a part of, never seen. Uh, and obviously never heard of. Chief Johnny Teehee was even invited to speak at the church where Farah's family and friends had gathered for her funeral. What is the message that we can take from this young life that we can carry on from this point on and revert back to that? Uh, and to me, it's that, that message is forgiveness. Following his moving speech, the two men hugged, showing the world that even in tragedy, you can heal. In that moment with the hug, where you hugged the chief there at the service, what did that moment mean to you? It really solidified, you know, just life after death. I mean, a hug can just, you know, carry forever. Mr. Rouch said the message his daughter would want other teens to take is no matter what your problems, stop and turn to someone you trust. The gospel choir who sang at Prince Harry and Meghan's wedding is today singing the praises of Prince Charles. It's being reported that it was Charles who recommended the gospel choir to Meghan and Harry. Choir members say based on their interactions with the prince, they just don't see the heir to the throne as racist. The show-stopping gospel choir that sang at Meghan and Harry's fairy tale wedding is defending Prince Charles against charges of racism. The choir's conductor, Karen Gibson, says Charles personally invited them to perform. She says she has a hard time believing Prince Charles is racist. We must discover the power of love. But Michael Curry, the Chicago-born bishop who gave the sermon at the wedding, is also speaking out, and he has another point of view. An interview between the Duke and Duchess of Sussex and Oprah Winfrey once again has torn apart, torn asunder a scab and exposed the depth of the wounds of racism. Meanwhile, the queen is expected to FaceTime with Meghan and Harry within days. She wants to have a very personal and intimate conversation with him in order to get to the bottom of just how this happened. There's pressure to arrange a truce because Harry is expected to return to London for the unveiling of a statue of his mother, Princess Diana, on July 1st. William is going to want to schedule a proper time for when the two brothers can have a lengthy and probably very serious conversation about their relationship. There's more fallout today over Piers Morgan's resignation from his British morning show after storming off the set and saying he didn't believe anything Meghan said. Sharon Osbourne is apologizing for defending Morgan on the talk. Don't try and cry, because if anyone should be crying, it should be me. Tell me when you have heard him say racist things. She posted, to anyone that feels confused or let down by what I said, I am truly sorry. But Morgan posted, Sharon's been shamed and bullied into apologizing. Turning now to the pandemic, if you are single, COVID and the lockdown has been just about the worst thing imaginable for your dating life. But thanks to the vaccine, there is hope. As Amber Cagliano reports, people are getting dressed up to get their shots because it turns out the vaccine line is a great place to find love. 
Lining up for the COVID vaccine could lead to romance. My 70-something mom got asked out in the vaccine line, tweeted one surprised daughter. My 89-year-old mother had the same thing happen, responded another. The folks arriving for their vaccine here at the Javits Center in Manhattan told me they're looking for just one thing, the vaccine. But many admit it's been a long, lonely year. And once vaccinated, they're ready to get out and have some fun. Some are getting all dressed up for their vaccine appointment. You're dressed for love. Actress Ashley Atkinson wore a sparkly evening gown because she tweeted, it's the event of my year. And it turns out getting vaccinated could boost your online dating profile. Tinder is reporting a 238% increase in vaccine mentions in users' bios. A profile picture with a got my vaccine sticker is now a major plus. They're advertising to the world that they are now a safe mate. As more and more people get vaccinated, we'll see a surge in the economy and probably in dating as well. Single people who have not been able to date are going to be jumping out there. We're going to see a lot of short-term relationships this summer. President Biden last night gave July 4th as the date Americans can expect to get their lives back. That will make this Independence Day something truly special. But he warned, we're not there yet. This is not the time to let up. The president also said he has asked states to make the vaccine available for all adults by May 1st. More trouble for New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. There are now seven women accusing him of inappropriate behavior. And today, the very first woman to come forward is speaking out on video. The number of women accusing New York Governor Andrew Cuomo seems to be growing by the day. Now, the woman who opened the floodgate of allegations is speaking out on camera for the first time. I didn't want this fight. I didn't choose this fight. It's the last fight I wanted to have my career and my name be about, but I will take it on because it's unjust. Lindsay Boylan, the former Cuomo aide, says the governor invited her to a game of strip poker and kissed her on the mouth without consent. If I didn't speak up, how were, especially women who are younger than I, who don't have um, the privilege of a platform that I do, ever going to get out of this vicious cycle. And it's far too common and it needs to end. Boylan says there must be accountability. We do not have accountability when the governor of this state um, preys on women, mostly younger than myself, and then lies about it. Other accusers have also come forward, including a young Cuomo aide, Charlotte Bennett. I thought he's trying to sleep with me. The governor is trying to sleep with me. And I'm deeply uncomfortable, and I have to get out of this room as soon as possible. And this former aide, Anna Liss. He approached me and uh, hugged me, kissed me on the cheek, put his hand around my waist. Anna Roosh, who Cuomo met at a wedding, says she felt uncomfortable and embarrassed when Cuomo cupped her face in his hands. And yet another unidentified aide claims Cuomo put his hands under her blouse when he called her to his private residence at the governor's mansion. Today's New York Times says its investigation showed Cuomo's office is afflicted with a culture still rooted in the Mad Men era, including an expectation that younger female 
staffers wear makeup, dresses, and heels because it was rumored that was what the governor liked. In a phone conference today with reporters, Cuomo denies he touched anyone inappropriately. I also want to be clear. There is still a question of the truth. I did not do what has been alleged, period. I'm raising a daughter and I refuse to see the future look like mine has looked for her. Cuomo was first elected governor in 2011. Now the porch pirate who had to worry about dropping something other than the package she just snatched. No shoes, no shirt, big problem. This may be the most unique accused porch pirate ever. She's not only barefoot, she loses her top as she sprints to steal a package. You can hear the homeowner bang on the door to scare her away. And you won't believe what's in that box. It's a new dress from Nordstrom. Looks like she really needs it. And oh no. This woman takes a hard fall and brings her grill down with her. Luckily, she wasn't hurt, but phew, what a close call. Wow. Now one of the more bizarre homicide cases that's left even the judge who's seen it all shaking his head. Lestrand has the story of a man who was killed after his wife laced his drinks with eye drops. They call her the eye drop killer. Over a three-day period, she spiked her wealthy husband's water with Visine. Then she played the grieving widow for police. But as he lay dying, prosecutors said his wife took his phone away so he couldn't call for help. This shocking case is featured on 48 Hours. It's odorless, it's tasteless. You drink a whole bottle within 15 to 30 minutes, you're in a coma. The killing happened at the couple's beautiful home in Lake Wiley, South Carolina. As we've been cruising along here, it has looked like an episode of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. <laughs> a lot of wealth. It certainly is. This one here, this is the Clayton estate. Police initially thought Stephen Clayton died of a heart attack, but his nephews were suspicious from the start. We were both of the opinion that she had a hand in his death. A coroner later found Clayton's blood contained tetrahydrazoline, a chemical ingredient used in eye drops. Eye drops can be found in most medicine cabinets and they work great for eye irritation or allergies. But the bottle clearly warns that it's dangerous if swallowed. This drug is absolutely safe when used properly in your eye drops and there are instructions for external use only. You are never to swallow this or put a couple drops as a joke in somebody's drink because it's toxic and if you put too much it can lead to death. 53-year-old Lana Clayton, a former nurse, claimed her husband was abusive and she wanted to teach him a lesson. I did impulsively put the visine in Stephen's drink and I did it with the intent to make him sick and uncomfortable. I never thought it would kill him. It was revealed that in 2016, Lana Clayton shot her husband in the head with a crossbow, similar to the one our Megan Alexander test fired. It was ruled an accident at the time. Two years later came the eye drop killing. Ms. Clayton was sentenced to 25 years behind bars. The eye drop homicide will air on 48 hours Saturday night on CBS.
And we'll be back with more right after this. Next, the model versus the millionaire. She got a million dollars in gifts from her ex-boyfriend. He became obsessed with me. Now he wants it all back. She's reckless. She's a menace. She's a con. And from COVID-19 superhero to Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. As the old song goes, breaking up is hard to do. It's even harder when hundreds of thousands of dollars in gifts have been exchanged. Jim Murray on a situation that might not have been love after all. During their brief five months together, this woman says her boyfriend lavished her with more than a million dollars in gifts. He did buy me a lot of gifts every time that, you know, he would want to take me to Chanel or anything. You know, he would spend over $100,000. At a single time? Mm Mm-hmm. When 26-year-old Stephanie Grzanski met 59-year-old Stephen Klubeck, she considered him quite a catch, despite their age difference. Klubeck is worth an estimated $100 million, a fortune he made in the timeshare industry. I'm Stephen J. Klubeck, chairman and CEO of Diamond Resorts. Nine years ago, he appeared on Undercover Boss. Hi, I'm Jack. I'm Sarah. He became obsessed with me and wanted to marry me. But their relationship soured, and now the multimillionaire wants all his gifts back. Klubeck says he fell in love with Stephanie, but now he says he feels duped. Little did I know that while I was working in my various homes and my children were in the home and my employees, she was shooting porn in the bathrooms and putting it on OnlyFans. Stephanie confirms she's a model on the website OnlyFans, where she posts provocative photos of herself for paying subscribers. She's also big on Instagram with 1.8 million followers. You're worth $100 million. You run a multinational corporation. How did this 25-year-old model dupe you? Well, you know what? We had a security failure, Jim. Our security folks did not unlock the pages on OnlyFans. We made a mistake. We saw the content that was extremely pornographic 
which showed my assets used as backdrops. Assets like his mansion and his jet. But Stephanie claims her boyfriend knew everything about her from the beginning. He used to call up his friends and say, hey, Steph's outside taking photos. You know, I was taking a photo on a horse and I was naked and he called up his neighbor to come and watch. He actually loved it. Um, it was kind of like a routine. Like every day he would tell me how much he made on stocks and he would ask me how much I made on OnlyFans. He also let me use his private plane to shoot nude content. He loved it. He thought it was hot. Jim, fictitious, fictitious. She's reckless. She's a menace. She's a con. Stephanie's lawyer, Arthur Barron, says by asking for all those gifts back, totaling more than $1 million, Klubeck is trying to ruin her financially. He made it clear that he has tons of money and he would use that money to litigate with her to keep suing her until she went broke. Klubeck refutes that, but one thing's for sure, sometimes breaking up is hard to do. Stephen Klubeck says if Stephanie returns the gifts, he'll donate them to charity. And when we come back, the nurse who's gone from fighting COVID on the front lines to posing for Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue always features beautiful women, but one of this year's supermodels is actually a COVID-19 superhero. It's a sneak peek of the women gracing the pages of the new Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. And they include a real-life hero. My name is Maggie Rollins, and I am a registered nurse. When the COVID-19 pandemic hit, 32-year-old Maggie Rollins put her modeling career on hold to return to her former career of nursing. She volunteered on the front lines in hard-hit New York. I think that there are so many things that people can do to like show their gratitude towards healthcare workers. And honestly, I think just like wearing a mask and social distancing and washing your hands. And I just think it's the responsible thing to do just to be a good human and to think of others before yourself. This year's shoots were different because the models couldn't travel to exotic locations due to COVID. So Maggie posed in this coral cutout one piece at the Hard Rock Hotel in Florida. The issue will also feature 24-year-old newcomer Natalie Mary Duena in a strapless white cutout one piece and former Miss Minnesota USA Haley Khalil in a neon yellow string bikini. The issue hits newsstands in July. And when we come back, proof that age really is just a number. Finally today, we should all live our golden years like this. 
This kid is exercising for his first grade's virtual gym class. And look who's joining in, his 102-year-old great-grandmother. Look at her go. The little boy's mom says it is one of the most special moments ever. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.